LPR Connections Radio presents The Love of Business Podcast. The Love of Business, Nurturing the Entrepreneurial Spirit. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Love of Business podcast. I'm your co-host, Davin Sundvik. Joined with me today is Edgar Rodriguez and Brian Brian Pinosa. And what we're going to be doing first here is we're going to just be briefly introducing each other. We're going to start with Brian, then Edgar, uh, and then I'll kind of round us out before we get into our questions. So, Brian, tell us a little bit about what you do and a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Sure. Well, I'm an active registered nurse here in Las Vegas, and I have just seen the, I have witnessed the necessity to address the issue that we're having here in Las Vegas, which is our healthcare system. We are falling into the trap that we're having quantity, or sorry, we're having uh, quality versus quantity when we have all these people here in Las Vegas and we don't have enough healthcare professionals that are giving the, providing optimal healthcare to basically patients. So, I've stepped out of my hospital role uh, last year and I've opened up my business, which focuses on nurses from beginning phases of nursing to the end phases of nursing. And what that means is nursing students, active LPN, CNAs, registered nurses, nurse practitioners, and also retired, disabled and terminal ill nurses. I've connected the dots from, again, the beginning phases of nursing to the end phase of nursing by implementing programs here that are in action which is huge because again, it's not just me talking about programs. It's me already implementing things that are up and going and rolling that I'm looking for support to, you know, get this, the mission. And the mission is basically to improve our healthcare system. We rank 48 out of 50 States when it comes to our healthcare. Well, how do you fix that? You focus on the nurses that are doing the work 24 seven, 365 as evidenced by what we just went through the last two years ago, which was the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Thank you for that intro, Brian. And, and we appreciate everything that you're doing because it's it's much needed, um, especially for those first responders, right? And and you know, nurses that do take care of us when when we are at our worst. So appreciate the good work you're doing and, and thank you for being on uh, this episode of the Love of Business podcast and taking the time. My name's Edgar Rodriguez. I am the other co-host along with Davin Sunvik, and I'm also the business coach of Las Vegas, uh, where we help business owners make more money, gain a better quality of life back, and also give them more time to enjoy that quality of life. Uh, go ahead, Davin, on you. Yep. Awesome. Thank you, Edgar. Thank you, Brian. So, uh, yeah, definitely awesome to hear somebody who has like a very niche business. So like when we interview somebody who's like a pool contractor, like a bookkeeper, right? Those are the, some of those people that like anybody can pick up the phone on, but like those, those niche businesses tend to like really stand out a lot more. So it's really cool to have you on the podcast here. Uh, but specifically what I do, I'm a real estate professional, real estate broker, industry leader. So what that means is anywhere in the wealth phase of you know, real estate. So if somebody wants to build wealth in real estate, they're a business owner, they want to own uh, the property that their business occupies, or they're a homeowner, um, or they're a landlord, or they're even a real estate professional that want to, wants to get coached on how to be better in sales. That's what I do. So without any further ado, Edgar, what's our first question of the day here? 
Well, Brian, you know, again, I just want to say thanks for taking the time because that's one thing that we cannot get back and being able to highlight, you know, the, the love of what got you into this business. Can you share with us, you know, and the viewers, the passion that led to, hey, this is a need and this is something we need to address. So how did you start down this path? Just working in the hospital, uh, you know, and I, I'm considered almost like the unicorn. I know it kind of sounds funny in the nursing <laughs> industry, but when you think about nurse, the nursing profession, it's pretty much like 90% women. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to going above and beyond and working those extra shifts and, and pulling overtime hours and doing favors for managers and coworkers and things like that, they've always kind of looked to me because again, I, I'm in that weird situation where I'm not married. I don't have kids. So I'm one of those go-getters who just wants to work. And I just got to the point where I needed to take my talents above and beyond the hospital setting and do something greater. Now I have the utmost respect for nurses and what they do in all aspects of the field, but that's what I want to do outside of the hospitals. I want to represent the nursing industry by giving back to them. I mean, you think about our, our city and our community. Well, we're, we're known for our restaurants or retail shops or hotels. Well, why can't we use what we already have in play and basically roll out the red carpet to attract more people to come to Las Vegas and work in the medical profession? Mm. That's the whole idea behind it is to work again, use what we have and, and roll it out to medical professionals. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, and you're right, right? We are we are known as a hospitality town where where that's that's what Vegas was built off. But if you really dig deeper, um, it's it's the construction side too, right? But you already have that package of hey, we were able to do it for this industry. How do we shift focus to make sure we're not neglecting Right. The ones that actually, you know, everyone matters, but they actually take care of us when we are at our worst, right? So, yeah, I mean, you, you look, you guys look at the similarities between our healthcare system and our entertainment system. You know, mm -hmm. they're both 24 7, 365 industries, they're right? Both multi billion dollar industries. Mm -hmm. But look at the significant difference that happened two years ago. Yep. The entertainment system got shut down by the government, but our healthcare system stayed open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, origi point. Originally, guys, I'm from New York. Okay. So I'm from Niagara Falls, New York. And we have one of the best cancer institutions in Buffalo, New York, which is a suburb of Niagara Falls. Uh, you know, we it's called Roswell Cancer Institution. Now, that is a one of the best cancer research institutions in the nation. But look at the city of Buffalo. They don't have the amenities. They don't have the attractions. You have to deal with environmental conditions. And none of that plays a part in here in Las Vegas. It's like, well, why can't we have that here? Why can't mm. we build and recruit and, and create and create a hospital that's basically larger than Allegiant Stadium and do that and pull from our nation to start recruiting better students, right, right. better doctors, better nurses to come work in Las Vegas? Because again, everyone fluctuates to Las Vegas for our amenities and our attractions. There's no state taxes, right? Mm -hmm. It's sunshine 363 days of the year. I mean, it's it's a phenomenal place to live. You know, yeah, and it, yeah. It really no natural disasters, you know. So yeah, I mean you're talking about Buffalo. Oof, hard, yeah. Harsh yeah. weather. Yeah. I mean, the challenge for me, guys, is this. You know, I have created something that basically I have I've been blessed by God to give this mission to do something larger and greater. But my message sometimes falls upon deaf ears because when I speak to city councilmen and state senators and attorney general, they don't understand the significance and the important role that healthcare plays. And it's my job to keep 
you know, knocking on that door to keep believing in my mission because it is something that can go nationwide because you look at the similarities of what nurses do. I can go to England tomorrow and work as a nurse. It's all the yeah. same. It's the same schooling. It's the same, you know, patient care. The only thing that changes is the charting. Mm-hmm. And there's over 4.2 million nurses in the nation, but we don't have programs like the military. We don't have programs like teachers. And re- and then what you said, Edgar, Edgar, I'm sorry, Edgar, is you look at the difference between first responders and nurses. Well, guess what? Nurses are there from when pa- babies take their first breath to when patients take their last breath. And all those inconvenient moments in between. That's what really makes the nurse stand out from other first responders. And again, my hat goes off to all first responders, but it's time that we implement programs like federal credit unions, home buying incentives, attractions, Mm. appreciation from restaurants and retail shops. Again, what I'm harping on before to give back and show the appreciation. Yeah, hundred percent, man. And, and, and that's a strong conviction right there is, you know, it's just, it's just, falling on the right ears, getting the right people's attention, asking the right questions and, and understanding like, what is that mission? And, and like you said, right, sometimes it falls on deaf ears, but it's it's how do we communicate that message? How do we get it out? And, and this is the purpose of this the podcast, right, is let's, mm-hmm. let's see if we can get the right viewer, get the right people to listen in and say, hey, he's got a point. Um, let's get this message out and amplify our voices, right? And that's the power of of, of what we do. And in, in, through this is the range is wide, right? Um, yep. And we we are here, especially in Vegas, we're all two degrees from separation. But how do we amplify the voice, not just in Vegas, but like you said, nationwide? Right. Exactly. And you look at the Go ahead. I'm sorry, Devin. Go ahead. I was about to say, yeah, when you, when you have a, a vision that, you know, requires almost like political level, you know, decision making, sometimes you just got to add more, more rungs on your ladder, you know, um, you know, I, I think every entrepreneur gets involved, not every, but every, every entrepreneur that becomes successful eventually, usually started with a specific vision, even if where they're at now doesn't look like their vision, you know? Um, so yeah, just adding those rungs on that ladder can sometimes really be that, that stepping stone, but um, yeah. What were you going to say? Yeah. It just says all of us as entrepreneurs and this message goes out to everybody. It's believing in, in yourself. Number one. I mean, again, I have preached this before. There's no YouTube video. There's no book that you can read. You know, you can have all the, uh, <laughs> the, the backing that you want, but when it comes down to it, it's the person in the mirror that's really going to take it to the next level because we discussed this before we even started this podcast you're going to have those down days. You're going to have those moments where you're like, am I doing the right thing? But when you have that passion and that mission, you just got to keep going. And that builds character and it builds your strength and your endurance to, to, you know, overcome those, those down moments. So. Yeah. 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 In this journey of entrepreneurship, right, Brian, it's, it's, it's not all sunshine and rainbows every day. There's the grind, there's the grit. Uh, but it's 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 having the right, you know, mentors, teachers to teach us the things, right, those fundamentals, because they've already been successful right. and learning from them to see how they created that. Right. Uh, on top of that, it's it's the type of knowledge and education that we take in that make us better humans. Right. And then knowing that our belief, like your belief in your dream in this is massive. And, and I can hear it in your voice, man. The conviction is strong and it's just getting that message out there to, to, to figure out like, okay, how do we maneuver this thing? And it, it's not just in yours, but any, any industry, right? Entrepreneurship, 
alone is a journey and, it, and it's taking those steps and knowing that we're in a battle and, and, and having the right people that are going to keep uplifting us right. even right. when those days look dark, right? Like you said, we have 363 days of sunshine here and those two dark days are the ones that you're like, okay, I know why I'm doing this. I know yep. why I'm doing this. So that's going to lead to my next question, Brian, is what are you most excited about, you know, coming into 2023 uh, now that we're in Q2? You look at the development of the city of Las Vegas and it just keeps expanding and keeps growing. I mean, that's what makes me, you know, keeps gets me up every day. It just shows that they, they, the, the decision makers here in Las Vegas invest in this city, which shows the potential of what we can do. But we have to shift our focus from, again, our entertainment, which is number one, to our healthcare, And that's easily done if we can work together and collaborate with. Remember this, too, guys. You think about when you when you plant a seed, right? Mm -hmm. I, I consider like planting a seed like nursing students. You have to implement programs inside and create that mentality in a nursing student before you can change the culture and the diversity in the environment going forward in the next decade, 10 years. Yeah. So what we need to do is we need to work with our educational programs to, again, change the way they think about the next 10 years. And if you hit the students and you teach the students, it's almost like if any of us was in the military, it's someone going to boot camp. What they do is they change their mindset. They create this disciplined mindset that they build resilience within the work industry. And that's what we need to do to take our healthcare system to the next level. Focus on our nursing students, show them the value, show them the appreciation so they don't get burnt out. They don't get frustrated. And all of a sudden they start working for two years and they leave. Mm. That's the area that we're, we have our downfall is because again, we're not, we can't focus on what's happening in the hospitals right now. You have to focus about planting that seed and growing it, nurturing it, taking care of it for the next 10 years. Yeah, hundred percent. Like if you really think about what happened three years ago, right at the at the peak of COVID or right when COVID was happening, nurses were the ones that had no time off, and no. that's when they really, I think, worldwide, it was a big like, we need more, yeah. right? They're overworked. They there's a lot more that needs to happen into this industry, and and, and that's what's great about what you're doing, right? Your mission is to highlight it. Like you talked about military, right? Me as a military guy, uh, you literally gave me a flashback and going back into boot camp, right? Um, I was hardheaded. I was extremely hardheaded. I had a problem with authority. You know, I boxed for 14 years. So physically I knew they couldn't break me, but it wasn't until mentally they taught me the value of teamwork and they made other people pay for my arrogance and my ego. And I just had to watch. Ooh, did that hurt? Did that hurt me watching them get broken? And that broke me to say, okay, I cannot let this happen anymore because now it's on me, right? My actions had consequences, which led to what they went through. So you're right, man. Like it's, it is that in, 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 even in business, it's a reflection, right? Life, life is like what you reflect is what people are going to portray, right? And that, that same thing in business is, is knowing that that journey and knowing what you're going after, man, it's, it's incredible. Devin, were you going to jump in and say something? It's, it's interesting what you guys both talk about. Um, 
like that that regimen because as a as a business owner you have to develop that all on your own like nobody puts you through that you know um versus like that student mindset you have your coach you have your teacher you have a mentor you have you have people that are investing into or vice versa with the military um in the business world it's almost like that like you just have to deal with that pain on your own <laughs> and you're like okay well you know i didn't make any money this month because of me not because of anybody else you know i didn't get a client this month because of me not anybody else right um, and then you just have to keep doing that readjustment cycle until you're successful, you know, so it's definitely a different perspective, but, uh, you, yeah, you got our next question lined up here, Edgar. Yeah, that, and that comes down to accountability. Cause I, I do yeah. want to elaborate on that. Right. Is, is if you break down, like what Brian's trying to say is, is the accountability piece is what's missing, right. In entrepreneurship, like I, I take it back to the military. Every time that I'm coaching somebody is like, look, even veterans, right we were always accountable to the chain of command every single time. There was always somebody above you unless you were the four-star general. In business, who are you accountable to other than your spouse, right? So it's having those, those mentors, those teachers that, and look, books, it doesn't, sometimes it's just books, right? And reading the right things that are gonna teach you of what the blueprint was set before you, right? And then what Brian's mission is, there's already a blueprint. We just have to mimic what that blueprint is and highlight it towards what his mission is. Sure. Right. Um, so yeah, my next question is, Brian, in this journey, man, because we, we all have a story to tell in this journey, but what's been your biggest learning curve up to this point in this business journey? Well, it's it's again, it's it's fall, it's it's creating my message. Of, it's falling on deaf ears. I mean, remember this, guys. No matter what we do, and anyone who's listening to this podcast right now. What are the things that make us come back to work stronger as individuals? How do we do that? When we take care of ourselves outside of work, that's how we come back to work stronger, whether that's your religious belief, you know, your spiritual beliefs, uh, doing the things you enjoy doing outside of work, whether it's going to the gym, doing arts and crafts, going out to eat, you know, traveling. Those are the things that make you whole. Those are your hobbies. That's what we need to focus on, which is, again, the foundation of changing someone's attitude going into work. Think about it like this. We all need to sleep. We all need to eat. And we all need to have some sort of outside work-life balance. Three things that are fundamental of changing a worker's attitude, even before they get into work. So again, everything I'm doing is our, our society focuses on what's happening already in the hospital setting. That's where I'm different. My focus is before they come into the hospital. Ooh. And again, I've been given the gift and blessed to do something that's greater than most people don't can't rationalize. They can't put their they can't wrap around what I'm trying to do. And that's OK, because when I have conversations with people, they look at me like, what are you doing? And that's that excites me because, remember, it's doing something that's unique and it's going to help build resilience within the workforce. That's the idea behind it, which is exciting. Yeah, you, you said three important things, which is, right, your spiritual beliefs, your mental health, and, and your physical, right? Those are things that in order to be in this long term, you yeah, need yeah. to nurture and take care of those three important things. Right. Uh, and that, that I mean, I, I, again, I tie this back to like the, the, the journey that we've all been through, right? We all have a story to tell. We've all faced uh, adversary in our life, but it's, it's just that like 
and, and I talked to my daughters about this too. My 14 year old is no matter when you're faced with difficulty, it's who you are through that process. And the person that you become at the end is how you will face any challenge that it's thrown at you in life, right? In business in personal relationships and professional relationships, because not everybody's going to believe or, or, or try to do what you want to do, but it's, you got to blow through that, right? There's barriers we're going to hit, but it's how do you overcome those barriers and challenges, right? And that, that's, that's one of the key takeaways that I got from you, Brian, is, is in this learning curve of, the, of this business journey is, look, sometimes we got to take a step back to push forward, right? You think of the most successful people, uh, Elon Musk, for example, he had to go back to work before he became successful, right? He had these ideas, he had this thing, but sometimes you need to take the step, that step back in order to leap bounds forward. Right. Um, I mean, a lot of these corporations right now, and again, this is not a bash on any corporation and what right. they do and what they believe in. But again, a candy giving me a candy bar as a nurse is not going to help me. <laughs> uh, again, it's not a bash. It's just it's the facts. It's like, look, you giving me sweets and things like that. It doesn't really do anything for my overall mentality. It doesn't help me as a person. What I need from you is more support. And any nurse will tell you this. They need more support from their corporation. They need more incentives to keep going. Remember this, guys. Let me just put this something out there to you. Davin, Edgar, if I wanted you, if I was your boss, okay, and I said to you, look, guys, I need, you've already fulfilled your normal hours for the week. So you're like, okay, guess what? I I'm done. I don't want to do anymore. How do I make you come back to work? If I asked you, look, Edgar, Davin, I need you to do this shift for me. I need you to work one more thing. I need to push you a little bit more. How do you, how do I incentivize you? or get you excited about doing that extra shift? Yeah, I mean, a couple of ways. Um, because because I'm one of those people, once I cut my hours back in my business, it's really hard to get me to, to go back. But yep. uh, there are a couple of things that will still edge me to a couple extra hours a week. And that's if something is in line with my mission, like my personal mission in life, and something that has a direct impact on my household. So something that benefits not only me, but also my wife, because that's that's a major thing for me, right? So yeah, and it's gotta be one of those two things. And yeah, so the, the thing that impacts the household is the is the wife, right? So it's the money, you know, because if, if I don't take home more money, it's not worth it. Um, but then, you know, just the money alone isn't enough. Uh, for me to work overtime anymore, but I used to, I used to work 70 hours a week for, no, for nothing, um, you know, other than just a little extra money, but yeah, now it's gotta be, it's gotta be for a purpose, something that I'm, I'm in line with, with, with my passion. Yeah. And, and, and for me to echo what, what, what Davin just said, it's, it's, it's the mission, the vision, the purpose, right? Like that's what's so, sometimes some of us that are underpaid, right. In, in, in the regular nine to five grind, they stay there because of the culture, the mission, and the vision. They believe, they believe in what that is. Um, so for me, it would be just like, you know, a way to incentivize is how do you take care of the team, right? How do, how do we support one another? Uh, and, and that's what's having a strong, a strong culture in what the corporate world needs is, is just that, right? And, and taking care of one another. There are times where uh, now, like if, if you think about – before COVID, there was this thing called, uh, you got two weeks off, right? Uh, now they have this thing called unlimited PTO, right? So, so it's shifting and, sure. and it's, it's just that, right? So it's just not, not necessarily the time off, but like if you need that 
I need that reset. You know, allow me the time that I need so I can come back and fulfill the vision, mission, purpose. Yep. Right. And so guys, it looks like this, you know, so to go back to what I said in the beginning of the podcast, using what we already have in store. So if I said to you guys, look, I will pay you time and a half, which again, I get it. Money is not everything. And again, when you don't see a U-Haul behind the hearst, I always say that it's not about material <laughs> things, right? But if I said to you guys, look, I'll pay you time and a half, but as from a business standpoint, I'll give you a gift card, hundred dollar gift card to like golden steer. I'll give you golden night tickets. I'll pay for your gym membership. Remember, as a corporation standpoint and as a business standpoint, they can use that as a write-off at the end of the year on their taxes by giving back to their employee and getting what they want, which is you guys to come back to work. But yeah, and I'm giving you an added benefit that, again, David, just like you, you, you led to, you can take your wife out for a nice night. You know, Edgar, you can do something that you believe in outside that's going to make you a better individual coming back to work. That's the idea and how we should, again, what I'm trying to do with my message and implement programs into corporations and nursing schools and say, look, reward the people that are doing your work. Hmm. Yeah. 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 If you think about the business owner cycle, man, it's, it's the owner has to take care of his team. Yep. Yep. At the end of the day, the team's going to take care of the clients. Those clients take care of the business, which the business takes care of the owner. That's the cycle of business. Uh, in, in, in a lot of times, it's the business owners trying to do everything, which makes them feel like, I don't have any time. Right? Mm-hmm. So this is where you need that, that mentorship, the, the right people in your life to teach mm-hmm. you the fundamentals, um, which is why I'm passionate about what I do. Right? And, and this is why we got into entrepreneurship is for us to be able to give people that better quality of life back. Yeah. And speaking of time, Edgar, uh, we got time for one more question. So, um, I'll, I'll leave it open, Brian. What's uh, once one question that we didn't ask that you wish we did ask? No, I mean, guys, I think it's if, if the message goes out to any entrepreneur, you know, that's that a, a child, a young kid that is thinking is not really doesn't want to get into the workforce and wants to work for themselves or has this idea, I guess my, my message out to that child or that kid or the individual go for it. I mean, there's nothing there's it's, I think it's us putting mental barriers on ourselves that stop us from doing the things that could be possible and could be easily achieved if we just stay disciplined and dedicated to what that idea was. Mm-hmm. And Amen. You hear this from the most successful people right about when you're about to quit. That's when you should push a little bit more because it's right on, on the other side of that rainbow. It's on the, right on the other side of that mountain is when you're right at the edge. Don't stop. Just keep pushing forward. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great advice, man, is, is, is if you think about Walt Disney, right? When he went to go ask for that loan, they laughed at him. Yep. And they were like, you're, you're going to build so, this. Do you know how many loans I've applied for? Do you know how much, how many meetings I've had for financial support for my company and my mission? And they look at me and they're like, because remember guys, there's no roadmap for me. And mm-hmm. that's okay. And the no's excite me and it motivates me and it fuels me because to keep going. Cause I'm like, I'm doing something that's greater that no one's ever thought about before. Thank God. But that's the idea. When you get the nose, it's just like, okay. 
That's yep. cool. That's that's, cool. that's that's the entrepreneur mind right there, man. Is okay. You tell me no, but watch this. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I'll leave it at that. Um, we'll we'll wrap up today with um, our key takeaways, and then um, and then I guess Davin, you'll wrap us out. Um, yeah. Yeah. So typically. For our key takeaways, uh, sorry to interrupt you, Edgar, but we typically take like just 30, 40 seconds, say something real quick, um, and then also let people know how they get can get in contact with you if they see themselves being in line with your mission in some way. Um, and so, you know, whether it's a website or however that works, I'll let you go, then Edgar, and then I'll wrap us out. Yeah, so guys, my invitation out to anyone who's listening and you guys, I'm having a nurses networking night this Friday at the Dollar Loan Center where the Silver Knights play at the Craggy Range. Um, I invited non-for-profit nursing organizations, nursing students, all active nurses, retired nurses to come and network. Because again, when you have that voice outside of the hospital, that's what's really going to make a significant difference in changing the culture and the diversity of our healthcare system, not in the hospital, outside, because we have the numbers. So I, the invitation goes out to all of us. You can find me, uh, the invitation on Eventbrite, Nurses Networking Night. It's sponsored by uh, Nurses of One, Inc. If you go to Nurses of One, Inc. website, um, it's there. You can find me on the social media, the Facebook, the Instagram at Nurses of One, Inc. Or the FFN World on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, so so for me, and thank you again, again for being on this episode. Key takeaways for me real quick were uh, don't quit you know, fight through it in the mindset, right? Even when people don't believe that's just because they don't, they don't see the big vision. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Edgar. So uh, yeah, key takeaway for me as well. Um, man, there was a lot of things that, that we went over, uh, but just that kind of like that, like getting used to the grind, getting used to that discipline that really does like build that to de determination. Cause like you said, there's so many times everybody wants to quit and that's usually where 99% of people want to quit. Like everybody wants to quit at the same point. But if you just decide not to quit, uh, that's when you'll achieve things that 99% of people won't do just because they will quit. Um, so appreciate you. Uh, you can find me, DavinSundvig.com. Uh, pretty easy. Um, and we're going to go ahead and wrap us up. So thank you, everybody, for being on the podcast. And we'll see you guys next time.